0: wash my hands of this weirdness. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another brand new episode of the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Thursday, October 22nd. We are your daily dose of laughs and levity in a crazy, crazy world. I'm joined by my co-host, Tony Sanfilippo. F- Filippo. 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 Right out of Filippo the gate. Filippo's my name. I did. I did. Newly adjusted, <laughs> but, uh, Tony, how are you doing this morning?
1: I've never been called Filippo before. <laughs>
0: sort of like a oh, chalupa dude,
1: I, yeah yeah hey you hear something new every day there you go i'm good bright-eyed bushy-tailed for not a lot of sleep so uh got up did the little chiropractor and uh we're covered outside here in uh, fort collins and about an inch or two of ash from all the fire it's nuts
0: wow that's crazy
1: yeah it's it's legit it's one of the craziest things i've ever seen it's uh it's weird and it's a weird surreal setting outside it's like uh it's literally what i imagine hell would look like you got some dark ominous grays some oranges and then it looks like a cold front snowstorm is. it's it's weird it's almost like but i'm fa- good
0: <laughs> fallout from a war right
1: yeah yeah but i'm good here i'm here with you fine people falupoing it up it's all good it's two it's 2014 Uh, let's roll yeah this is my
0: 2014 (laughs) of the day so in any case i like it let's go ahead and kick things off the way we do each and every day with a question from my co-host tony you work in a warehouse retail store Mm -hmm. question what would happen if you mix skynet with a warehouse retail store
1: Oh, well, let's see what will come alive in that wonderful place. <laughs> we do have drones, so there'd be a lot of drone action, uh, a lot of crazy uh, stuff. The registers could, uh, ah, the registers are going to be scary. But uh, well, we have a lot of drones, a lot of other weird technology in there, so be interesting. Sure. Nothing I'd fear for my life for.
0: Okay, good, good. Yeah, last yeah, thing yeah. you want to do is go to work and... and uh... You know, fear for your life for from anything other than, uh, you know, just the crazy members that are there. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's not like self-checkout's going to drop its flap and go... <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, you know,
1: no, that, that's not going to happen.
0: Well, it's not Costco, but soon every Sam's Club will have a robot to scrub the store floors. In partnership with BrainCorp, an artificial sure. intelligence company... The membership-only warehouse chain will distribute 372 new autonomous floor scrubbers to its stores this fall. Sam's Club, which is owned by Walmart, has already deployed hundreds of the robotic scrubbers. With the addition of 372 new robots, the company will soon have a scrubber in each location. It will also implement one of Brain Corp's accessories that will allow them to analyze shelf inventory. This move comes at a time when shoppers are looking for grocery experiences that involve less human contact, as grocers look for new ways to reduce pressure on store workers and increase efficiency. Many grocers have found that their needs are shifting with more shoppers stocking up in stores and ordering groceries online. They believe robots and AI offer solutions that can help bring down costs and improve store operations. Quote, There's strong interest in moving rapidly in this direction because everyone knows they need to raise their game and stay competitive, says Bill Bishop, co-founder of retail and grocery consulting firm Brick Meets Click. It's ultimately more cost-effective to automate than to staff up, especially in today's labor market. Tony, do you agree? Is that something you would be okay seeing as uh, uh, robots coming in to uh, essentially replace workers?
1: No. No. Not at all. I don't like it. And I'll tell you why. Um, so we do the scrubbers too. You know, we, we do have them. I don't agree with the efficiency. Um, you don't have anyone manning them. I've seen these at, at, your, at our local Walmarts. And so it doesn't surprise me. Um, I've seen them. They're just like a Roomba pretty much. Uh, they got the sensors. They go around. I don't get the efficiency. I understand the cutting cost. You're taking a job away. You're not paying somebody to do it when you have a machine that can do it. Now, here's the thing. Machines are not foolproof. It's going to make mistakes. And the and where it comes down to efficiency is when you have somebody on the Zamboni um, and they're going through or they're using the hand scrubber, they're going to see if they miss anything. They'll go back and catch it. Right. So uh, I don't like the idea of it taken away from somebody, but I don't work for that company. So with more power <laughs> to them. I hope we don't. Um, I kind of feel we did that with the self-checkout. Um, you kind of take away – know a few cashier positions and a few of that interaction you know you kind of you have those people that don't want to talk to people so you gave them an option there are cash cashiers there to guide you um but it's more annoying because guess what at a self-checkout where you do the job guess how many times you get asked for help you almost every time so Yeah.
0: So what you're saying is no uh, T-800 walking through the store and uh, stocking the shelves? I am here to stock for you. Today we are out of Diet Coke, Pepsi,
1: Diet Pepsi, Dr. Pepper, Coke Zero. There's a shortage of sodas except at your grocery store. At your grocery store, you'll be able to find a full loaded aisle of soda. But here at my warehouse, which I will not say the name of, but you already know because you know... We do not have any soda. There's a pandemic. Okay. It's $9.99 for a 36-pack. Thank you. (laughs)
0: Uh, (laughs) Well, folks, we have a fun and wonderful show lined up for you today. It is a Thursday, the third day. Let's talk about today's show, shall we? The third day. All right? Monday, one day. Tuesday, two day. Wednesday, when? Huh? What day? Thursday. (laughs) The third day. Okay? Okay. As we do on Thursdays, we talk about uh, America's penis and the strange things that happen down there. It is Florida, man. We have a segment called, Is It Hard to Be That Dumb? Our call-in topic today is the best song for Halloween. We have a segment called Discontinued Sweets. We finish up the show with This Day in History, and Tony is up next with the entertainment news. Folks, don't go anywhere. We'll be back in a few. you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Media radio. Now back to the show. And we are back, folks. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Thursday, October 22nd. We have a little thing called the Phoenix Line. It is a -a 24-hour-a-day, 7-day-a-week voicemail line, giving you guys the opportunity to chime in on anything whatsoever. Uh, Maybe you are a fan of Skynet and you want to let us know how that might improve your life. Well, give us a call on the Phoenix line at 855-Phoenix-Radio, that's 855-F-E-N-I-X-R-D-O, or 855-336-4973. All we ask is that you keep it entertaining. We'll compile those together, put them out in a future show. Now it is the second segment of this show, and Tony's here with the entertainment news.
1: Good morning, everybody. It is October 22nd, 2020, and here is your Filippo Fast Five. I say the ish because I kind of stretch some of them. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, all you suicide squad haters, you may want to grab a beer because you're not going to like this news. According to the Hollywood reporter Jared Leto's controversial take on the Joker, will return in Zack Snyder's oh. upcoming director's cut of Justice League for HBO Max. Okay. The tattooed clown prince of crime was excised from Birds of Prey and given a gritty makeover by Joaquin Phoenix for Todd Phillips' Joker. But it's Jared Leto who will once again don the grill and slick back coif. Is it cough or coif? Uh, uh,
2: cough, I think. Tor- yeah. I,
1: I, cough? I don't know. COIF, sure. Cough? To torture Batman and his super friends in 2021. Ah, 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 I know you're excited, Christian.
0: Let's put a smile
1: on that face.
0: Rest in peace, Heath Ledger. Rest right. in peace.
1: Bye. Hey, if busting makes you feel good like it does you and I, uh, well...
0: That could be taken the wrong way.
1: Yeah, yeah, it could, you know, at Dick's Park or Ball Arena here in Denver, either way. Uh, You're going to have to wait a little longer, as Sony Pictures announced today that they would be pushing the release of Ghostbusters Afterlife from March 5th, 2021 to June 11th, 2021. Which just so happens to be damn close to the release date of the first Ghostbuster films. Perhaps it's meant to be, but we have to frickin' wait till June. You're
0: disappointed!
1: I know. Please, Louise. Oh, my God, you guys, this is the Oh, my God, Who the Hell Cares snippet. <laughs> Reese Witherspoon will be stepping back into the shoes of Elle Woods in Legally Blonde 3. And now the third film of the franchise has a new release date of May 2020. Oh, my God, who the hell Cash. That's that's all I heard about that when I was reading that. <laughs> Charlie Brown. Good grief, Charlie Brown. The holiday specials will now only be available on Apple TV Plus. Charlie Brown Christmas, Thanksgiving, and it's a great pumpkin Charlie Brown. Traditionally aired on ABC or CBS, typically around the holidays. Now you're gonna have to watch them on Apple TV Plus, as they are the home of all things Peanuts. Nope. Nice hit- And last night, Tampa Bay Rays, even the the World Series in Game 2 against the Los Angeles Dodgers, 6-4. to Game 3 takes place tonight. All right, now on to the actual news. Quibi, the streaming service, you know, Quibi, if you only got 10 minutes, you can watch Quibi. Quick bites. That was the thing. Quick bite. It's a little short-form mobile video streamer that could not, as it turns out. The Wall Street Journal is reporting that Amid mounting problems, the service has opted to shut itself down. Wow! Thus ends a year of full, high-flying expectations for the entertainment startup that raised one point seventy-five billion in capital earlier so- <laughs> in the year. Quibi, yeah, was being hailed by founder Jeffrey Katzenberg and many media outlets as a revolutionary new combatant in streaming wars, with its infam- emphasis on short-form content specifically geared for mobile devices. But as Katzenberg explained to Call to Investors, he was forced to shut it down, shut the business down due to flagging viewer numbers. Disappointing download numbers and also ongoing lawsuit from technology uh, firm Eco over the ownership of the company's streaming technology. Uh, The biggest show that they had on there was... uh, Reno 911 reboot uh, yep. they brought that back with the cast so you could have watched that on Quibi and they were looking to do a return of Legends of the Hidden Temple but now that's oh. not happening. Uh all right, what's your take on this cuz mine simply is I never watched Quibi. I've seen a lot of ads for it yeah. but
0: uh, there wasn't enough to grab me. I mean Reno 911 alone I don't think uh you know as much as I love that show uh, it's not worth paying five, six bucks a month for just that, and then whatever other content that they put out that nobody really knew about. The Legends yeah. of the Hidden Temple would have been fun to watch.
1: Yeah, that would have been good. Yeah, um, but I'll, if I want to watch that, I'll watch the Star Wars version on YouTube, there which you I still haven't done. So I haven't. You know. Oh man. Well, I'm not necessarily sure we needed this, but it's going to happen anyway. Disney Plus is moving ahead with a live-action Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers movie, and it's going to film in the spring of 2021. Okay. To add a bit of I See Your Face, to add a bit of nostalgia, uh, the original voice cast, including Tress McNeil, who voices Chip and Gadget, Corey Burton, who voices Dale and Zipper, and Jim Cummings, who does Monterey Jack. He's our friend Jim yeah. Cummings. He hung out by us. Yeah. Are uh, Returning uh, for the movie. I didn't know he did Monterey Jack. Yeah. Yeah, we hung out with him. He's a Colorado guy. Hi Jim, I hope you're listening. <laughs> um the film will be directed by Akiva Schaefer, and he describes the film as meta, something self referential and cool. The movie also won't be an origin story nor a detective agency story. Dan Gregor, Doug Band, and Barry Schwartz wrote the latest draft of the script while David hoberman and Todd Lieberman are on board as producers. Chippendale Rescue Rangers, of course, premiered in Christian and I's Childhood, March 4th, 1989, and ran until November 19, 1990. The show produced 65 episodes and became even more popular when it entered National Syndication, when it aired along with other popular cartoons from the era like DuckTales and Tailspin. Uh, on the show, Chippendale were featured as owners of a detective agency that solved crimes together. They appeared alongside Mechanic Gadget, Monty, and Zipper. Um, there's no set release date for this movie, but expect it late 2021 or early 2022. Are you interested in seeing the live-action Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers movie? Chime in below, Chris. Are you excited?
0: Uh, yeah. I'll, I'll wait and reserve yeah, I judgment. You know, it, it is Disney, so they've got a good track record. Uh, you said it. They, you know, they plan on making it sort of a meta type. Uh, uh, experience which you know it's it's self-referential and uh you know that could be fun you know uh deadpool is is very meta um could be along those same lines so i don't know i will wait and reserve judgment and we'll see where it goes from there
1: yeah i i'll reserve but i kind of fear it'll be something along the lines of alvin and the chipmunks i don't know about these cartoons live action it's kind of goofy to me i'd rather watch a a redone like maybe a cgi one would be cool or something or something along the artwork style of the recent ducktales
0: that would be cool too that would be fun now did you know yeah. that uh for uh, chippendale rescue rangers their outfits were modeled after indiana jones and magnum pi
1: yes <laughs> i didn't know that until uh like about a year ago but um but before that, watching it, no, which is pretty awesome. Yeah, so. uh,
0: hopefully they make reference <laughs> to that in the movie. So we'll Yes,
1: see. that would be fantastic. Um, you and I are big Ghostbuster fans. So Ghostbuster fans out there, uh, Reebok is releasing two pairs of Ghostbuster sneakers for Halloween. Um, I'll put the link up on our uh, Phoenix page because... You got to see these, uh, one pair of Reebok shoes, um, looks like their jumpsuit while the other ones are white little proton pack ones with little pump looking things uh, off from behind. So, uh, you know, if you're a Ghostbusters fan, which I am, I don't think I personally would buy them. They're cool for something as like a display, but I don't know if I'd really walk around in these things, but, uh, yeah, share them out. They, uh, are going to be for pre-order on Halloween. The classic leather shoe, which looks like the jumpsuit, will run you $100. And then the Ghost Smasher, which is, of course, the Proton Pack looking one, will be $150. So, um, again, I'll put it on our Phoenix page. You could take a look. You chime in if that's something you'd be interested in. Chris, by the sounds of it, without seeing it, what's your take as a big Ghostbuster fan? Shut up and take my money. (laughs) Uh,
0: no you know I'm not really a big uh, sneaker person Um, there are so many other Ghostbuster related things that I would get before these but it's still cool that they're releasing them uh, in conjunction with the new movie
1: yes so we'll see but again I'll put that up now for the last entertainment story before we bust into birthdays this is going to be tragic news I'm already being a negative Nancy I'm going to go ahead and put on that hat I'm going to be negative with this Uh, Nothing else matters. Miley Cyrus continues to bring her own spin to some of the biggest rock hits, including songs by Blondie, The Cranberries, and Pearl Jam. But Cyrus is so serious about one legendary heavy metal band that she's recording an entire album dedicated to their discography. Any guesses? Nope. The former Hannah Montana star confirmed she's currently working on a Metallica tribute album. Oh, hell no! but did not reveal which songs would be included we've been working on a metallica album and i'm working on that that's that's her quote okay i didn't just filippo that like that, that was uh, the quote. Uh, so we're so lucky to be able to continue to work on our art during all of this pandemic at first it felt uninspiring And now I've been totally ignited. It's no surprise that the longtime Metallica fan is committing an entire album to the Grammy-winning band. She's rocked out to Nothing Else Matters from their black album on various occasions. Most recently, she belted out the hit track in front of a massive audience in 2019. Do you
0: rock out to Nothing Else Matters? Yeah.
1: Nothing else matters! That
0: was probably even better than some. That's probably the Uh, least Metallica song you rock out to.
1: Yeah, uh, I don't know. We finally have something worse than Lulu and Sane Anger, I guess, coming out. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and that's it for your entertainment news today. Real fast, we're rolling the birthdays because that stretched pretty long. Oh.
0: Birthday.
1: birthday! Yeah, today's birthday, it's Elias Harder's birthday. He's 13. He's the little kid in Fuller House, and he's in other TV shows. He plays Max. Uh, our friend Shauna's BFF, boyfriend, love interest. Jeff Goldblum is 69, looking fly, wink, wink. <laughs> uh, Shaggy, it wasn't him who did it on the bathroom floor, is 52. Great Scott Marty. Christopher Lloyd is 82. Wow. Brown. Yeah, this is going to make us feel old. Jonathan Jonathan Lipnicki, who, did you know that human head weighs three pounds from Jerry Maguire? 30. He's 30. Whoa. Zach Hansen, the drummer of Hansen, is 35. Ding, ding, ding. Chris Men, Carlos Christmas. Carlos Mansia is 53. Those are your birthdays. Happy birthday, people.
0: <laughs> well, folks, that does it for the entertainment news. When we come back, we talk about America's penis and the strange things that happen down there. It's time for Florida, man. After these messages, we'll be right back. <laughs> get everything you need for the christian phoenix radio show over at phoenixmedia.us or on facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenix media radio now back to the show and welcome back folks this is the christian phoenix radio show it is thursday october 22nd we are all over social media with many of you watching us on Facebook Live or YouTube Live as we speak. Now, if you want to get a hold of me on social, I'm available at facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix Radio. That's Christian with a K, Phoenix with an F, Radio, of course, with an R, or on Instagram at Phoenix Media Radio. Tony's available at facebook.com forward slash Tony dot San Filippo, not San Filippo, S-A-N-F-I. Filippo. What did I call you at the beginning? Fluppo? Uh... Sanfilippo. <laughs> That's S-A-N-F-I-L-I-P-P-O dot nine four or on Instagram P-P-O. at Tony dot Filippo 81. Now it is Thursday and as we do on Thursdays we talk about America's penis and the strange things that happen down there. It is time for Florida Man.
1: Oh good for you. Florida Man, Florida Man, doing all the dumbass things that he can. Welcome to another edition a Florida man. And some random-ass jingle. We're going to Miami. Miami. Miami, Miami. A Florida man was arrested sense, on multiple charges, including bank fraud, after using part of nearly $4. Well, that's okay. $4 in PPP loans to buy... It must have been $4 million, and it just... Like, when I copied the article, it was probably missing that. Okay. $4 right. makes zero right. sense.
0: Or $4,000, um, or... Yeah.
1: We'll say we're just gonna say um, he borrowed he took a loan because I don't know the exact amount. So it seems
0: to me an in, insurmountable this? amount of money. Yes,
1: yeah, so he took a he took out a, a loan and uh, he went and bought a Lamborghini and other high-end luxury items. Twenty-nine-year-old David Hines of Miami was arrested and charged with bank fraud, making false statements to a financial financial institution, and in engaging in transactions in lawful. Proceeds. According to the criminal complaint, Heinz applied for nearly $13.5 million in paycheck protection program loans for multiple companies. Fraudulent loan applications were also submitted for the company's payroll expenses. He was approved for a total of $3.9 million in loans, so
0: it was $4 million okay. In loans.
1: Okay. Way to go, a hole! According to prosecutors, Heinz bought a Lamborghini. Loan. Within days of receiving the money, instead of using the funds for payroll as intended, the Florida man made multiple purchases at resorts, luxury retailers in Miami. When he was arrested, authorities seized the car at approximately, at approximately $3.4 million.
0: Way to freaking go, oh, idiot. Right, and it's guys like that are, that are the reason that small businesses that need it and deserve it but can't get it are having such a hard time.
1: Yeah, because of the abuse. Yep. Hey, yeah, here's four mil doing you well. I'll be my ever No one will ever know. Right. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. All right, let's go to Pinellas Park in Florida. A Florida man who let it go all over a stuffed toy at Pinellas Park Target is facing charges. Oh, yeah. Now I yeah. To talk about these types of stories because we're not regulated. <laughs> <laughs> so I added it in for grossness and fun. 20-year-old Christopher Meter of St. Petersburg was arrested on Tuesday after allegedly violating multiple stuffed animals in the store. Meter went to the toy aisle, began dry-humping a stuffed Olaf doll. Then he ejaculated on it. After after defiling the Olaf doll, he placed it back on the shelf, grabbed a large stuffed unicorn, and began to dry-hump that as well. Police arrived and arrested Florida man in the store shortly after the incident. He was arrested on criminal mischief charges. Has the planet gone mad? Why would you do that? Let it go. Uh,
0: Reminds
1: me of that kid I knew when I was younger. Like had the hold the the whole Hogan.
0: yeah yep. Yeah, it gives it body heat. You he like those twenty-four inch pythons for sure? <laughs> yeah, brother.
1: I did the Macho Man. It was more <laughs> Hogan, brother. Okay. Florida man in Panama City crashed his car into a bar so he could steal Dr. Pepper. That's where police found him, sitting and drinking his Dr. Pepper. He also had a gun on him, which made the charge <laughs> which made the charge into an armed burglary. Oh, good for you! <laughs> Tallahassee! A Tallahassee man was arrested after deputies caught him cooking meth inside a dead man's home on a natu- on Natural Bridge Road. According to court documents, Leon County deputies responded to Natural Bridge Road in regards to a suspicious incident on Saturday night. Deputies say the complaint observed the suspect going in and out of the home, which was suspicious because the owner of the home died on September 30th. When deputies arrived, they went inside the home while clearing it. They heard someone inside a small room that was attached to the back of the house. Documents say that deputies knocked on the room door and a male voice called out to them, "Hello." Deputies also noticed a strong chemical odor coming from the room. That's old spice. <laughs> the suspect then opened the door and later was identified as fifty-year-old, fifty-seven-year-old Walter White, <laughs> William Glover. Dr. While Heisenberg. investigating the small room, deputies found different fuels and chemicals scattered throughout the room. Again, old spice deputies asked Glover where the unbearably strong odor was coming from and he admitted that he had been smoking meth. Documents I say Glover pants.
0: That's not where the strong odor was coming from.
1: <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. I pooped my pants, I was smoking meth. I, I, I gobbled on some blue candy and then I found this little pipe and then I thought of this guy named Johnny who was screwing that Olaf doll. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh man. Glover then changed Glover then changed his statement and admitted that he was just cooking meth, which is why the odor was so strong. Glover was using a Gatorade bottle to cook meth, which investigators say is commonly referred to as the one-pot method. While speaking with Glover, he also informed that he stays at the home sometimes, but he didn't live there. Documents say he removed multiple items from the room, including a hot plate, funnels, tablets, lighter fluid, and other chemicals. investigators say all the items were found were typically used to cook meth or or as birthday boy Mancina said during the investigation the one pot and other contents inside were weighed and tested on scene by deputies they found over just four and a half ounces of meth Glover told deputies that he only cooks meth for personal use and does not sell it He also stated that he has been cooking meth for the past five years. Based on the evidence, Glover was arrested and transported to the Leon County Detention Facility. He is facing multiple drug-related charges, including trafficking methamphetamines, manufacturing methamphetamines, possession of a listed chemical, and one possession of narcotic equipment. (sighs) Hey, man, like, uh, I'm going to sell it, but... uh, I'm gonna eat. I'm gonna smoke it though. Yeah, it's definitely gonna be bad.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure you don't eat it. Yeah, well, you can you can eat it if you want to. I have no experience, but I'm pretty sure that's not the way it goes. That
1: is crazy. All right, and then for my last one, well, if, if there's still time, I can dig up another. Yeah. But this is all I have written down. We're going to Jacksonville, and this one's kind of nuts. <laughs> A personal, a prof- oh no, there's two more. Okay, a professional surfer was attacked by a shark on Saturday, and suffered deep wounds to his elbow. But despite calls from his friends to get checked out at a hospital, he decided to go to the bar instead. Frank O'Rourke, the surfer, was attacked off Jacksonville Beach at about 3:30 p.m. He was treated relatively quickly by lifeguards. He suffered some deep cuts on his arms, and some thought it might do him good to go to the hospital. But RJ Berger, a friend, said he opted out for a nearby bar because he was like, Hey man,
0: I got bit by a shark and people were like, I'll buy you drinks. Hey Tony, quick question. Hey, Wasn't it adult shark or was it a doo
1: doo. baby doo doo do doo. baby doo doo do baby shark? Oh, the torture. <laughs> that and Miley Cyrus Metallica. Ooh. No, I did not say, but I would imagine if he went to have drinks, it was probably a baby shark. Okay. And lastly, we're going to Flagler County, Florida, where heroin, cocaine pills, crack, and marijuana were found hidden inside a man's butt after a traffic stop. Yeah, that's right. It was in this. Deputies said they pulled over Derek McKay around 9 a.m. Thursday for speeding and not wearing a seatbelt. He appeared to be nervous and smelled of marijuana so he was ordered out of the vehicle as deputies investigated further, the affidavit said. A search revealed McKay's license was suspended for the fifth time since 2008. During a pat-down, deputies said they felt the bulge on McKay's rear, and he seemed to be clinching and refused to release. <laughs> Even when he warned he could face a charge of introduction of contraband into a correctional facility, McKay said he was out on bond for a sale of narcotics charge and would only remove the drugs from within his body if he could be assured his bail, the bond wouldn't be revoked authorities said it wasn't until mckay was about to be booked into jail that he agreed to remove the drugs the large bag contained smaller bags filled with 12 lortab pills 12 oxycodone pills 3.5 grams of heroin 9.1 grams of cocaine grams of crack cocaine, 2.4 grams of marijuana, and 1.9 grams of Molly record show. He also had $400 in his front pocket. Very
0: smart shoving it
1: in your ass,
0: buddy. Man, that's a lot to fit in your prison wallet.
1: Way to go, Jeez, yes, Yeah, <laughs> but that's it, man. That's Florida Man for this week. <sighs> I don't salute you, sir.
0: Florida Man never disappoints. Well, folks, when we come back, we have a segment called Is It Hard to Be That Dumb? Don't go anywhere. We'll see you guys in a few. We are back to the fourth segment of the first hour. We still have plenty of show ahead, but this is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Thursday, October 22nd. Now, if you missed a portion of the show or you want to go back and catch up on any of the previous shows, it's easy enough to do so. Head over to phoenixmedia.us, click on the Shows tab, scroll on down to the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. From there, you can get video, you can get audio as well, or head over to wherever you get podcasts. Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor Breaker, TuneIn, iHeart, about twenty and all. While you're there, be sure to subscribe. That way, you always have the latest episode. Leave a review. Let us know what you think, and tell your friends because sharing is caring. Well, with the segment, wanted to uh, talk about people who are a little too dumb for their own good. Uh, yeah, we all work with, live with, are around people that uh, make you wonder sometimes how they function in society. And uh, it's mind blowing to say the least. So I'm uh, gonna run down uh, this list of uh, people where we wonder: is it really hard to be that dumb? For instance, this guy who is no mathematician says uh, somebody born in 2020 will see the year 3,000 when they're 80. That's wild. No, they're gonna see the year 2,100, not the year 3,000.
1: Yeah, they- no one, no one in. No one currently living or being about to be born this year is going to see that.
0: Yeah, they'd have to live 980 years to see the year 3000.
1: Yeah, unless they're a vampire or a warlock or something like that. Immortal! Then, sure. Yeah,
0: okay. You never know. Way to go, eh, hole <laughs> Oh, you have this dumbass uh, who decided to <laughs> put out on social media their view on biology... People can't be animals. Sorry, fam, just basic biology. So stop calling people animals and be smart for once. Pretty sure that uh, humans are mammals and mammals are animals. Yeah. Might oh, you make like a tree and get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Biff. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> Alright, you've got this person who uh, came across a frozen bottle of water, you know, just a, either like a one liter, Aquafina, whatever it is. There's no label on it, but uh, somebody had frozen the water inside, and they decided to ask the internet, smartly, can someone explain to me how they got all the ice through the small hole?
1: <laughs> we need a Carlos Mencia button today.
0: <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah, and somebody even wow. responded to that. Imagine being this stupid. Yeah, yeah.
1: Jeez, man. Macho uh, <laughs> Man Randy Savage is
0: not happy with your decision, yeah. I agree, Macho Man. I agree. All right, you've got this one. Uh, Tony, you deal with returns, obviously, um, mm-hmm. with the nature of what you do. Well, you have uh, some dumb mf'er try tried to get a discount on a kayak because it was displayed outside in the rain as if a kayak's sole purpose isn't to be wet.
1: Yeah, uh, you know, that's uh, common sense. Uh, hey, i like a discount, there's some dirt on it. A little water spots? No. uh, It's just one of those things that uh, maybe I thought I'd get a discount. Oh, dude, in retail, people, well, they will go for anything. Like, uh, good example, uh, box of cereal, right? Right. The box is slightly crushed, just a smidge. It's just the box. You're not buying the cereal unless it's a collector's one, like Baby Yoda or something like that. Um, cereal, typically, you just eat the cereal inside and you toss it or you recycle it. Uh, but people always look for the discounts on that stuff. Yeah, it's like they they go with the uh, Big Daddy thing. Microsoft went down three points. <laughs> you know that that's not how it works, but
0: people try. They try, and they just show their stupidity.
1: Very creative with the trying, man.
0: Uh, Speaking of stupidity, another uh, genius who is a little confused on how years work put out there, I just realized 2020 is 2020 backwards. No, 0202 Uh, is 2020. uh, Yeah. Uh, Or this brilliant mathematician who says, Every second someone dies, every second someone is born. So why isn't our population zero?
1: Um... Yowie wowie! Has the planet gone mad? Hi, Chihuahua.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What about geography, Tony? Were you you good at geography in school? I think I was as a young lad. Okay.
1: And I was a young (laughs) boy.
0: Well, uh, you have this genius who... uh, Makes you wonder how they even got into college. They were so excited to announce which college they were going to, and they captioned it, Goodbye, California. Hello, San Francisco. Pretty sure San Francisco uh, I'm is doing
1: the in. eye thing. I'm doing like that meme. You see a Michael C. Hall from Dexter. You know that, <laughs> that surprise. The big-eyed one. Uh, wow. Yes. Now, unless California, you know, divides into two states and you're in uh, Northern California and then Southern California, then yeah, you know, <laughs> but that uh, just depends on what part of California you were to begin with.
0: Uh, yeah. Jeez yeah. uh, yeah. Louise, man. Yeah. Maybe she should have started with community college first. Just saying. Yep.
1: Yep. Uh, yeah. You just. Wow.
0: That's, uh.
1: that's all I got, Rick. Woo.
0: <laughs> moving on with uh, is it hard to be that dumb somebody who's a little confused on the concept put out on social media yes i'm vegan yes i eat meat we exist pretty sure you don't understand the definition of being vegan
1: yeah hey, are you cool cats kittens? <laughs> <I'm a> dumbass <laughs> <laughs> We all eat, you know, like we all eat meat on Mondays or Fridays, but the rest of the time we're totally vegan. We're we're totally we're committed to it. No, no. you eat meat.
0: Yeah. Or, yeah. Right. No. Right. It's somebody who wanted to say they're vegan but they're not. It's like uh, CrossFitters, you know, CrossFitters. Uh, they don't hold back on telling you how awesome CrossFitting is. Yeah. It's just something they do. All right, uh, another great mathematician shows a picture of a party store where there's all sorts of birthday candles, and of course they've got the individual numbers in birthday candles on there, and they caption it, why the F is there a zero birthday candle? It's not like you turn zero years old, dumbass. Uh, pretty sure you need it if uh, you need a round number like 10 or 20 or 30. <laughs> oh. My name
1: is Jeff. It's zero. What? My name's Jeff. How old are you? My name's Jeff. Yeah, that's right, Jeff.
0: <laughs> yes! Uh, okay. This next one, I, I, I'm I, thinking after the show, I need to uh, find an ego Montoya uh, uh, soundbite where he says, I don't think that means what you think it means. Uh, yeah. Pers-
1: <laughs> we'll have to, you'll have to give me a list of uh, like, things you think of, and then I'll record it. I can upload them and all that stuff. Cool. We do yeah. need some updated sound bites, so you guys don't always have to hear. My name is Jeff. Although no, I really like that soundbite,
0: and I've got a bunch <laughs> that I still have to go through, but uh, it's been sort of bottom of my priority list. But uh,
1: yeah, yeah, isn't high on the list. Yeah, that's why I stick to our old Proton Pack soundboard because that's yeah. all I got.
0: Yeah. Yeah, most of them are are, are serving enough to they fit. what we need. Yeah, they fork.
1: fit on some stuff but, like uh, this one today. Did it delay? No, no I was no
0: no I was just waiting oh for you, oh you just said this one away. ah gotcha okay yeah. all right
1: I meant like this segment so oh,
0: like, oh, I thought I sense.
1: dropped the ball I was like wait I'm paying attention no.
0: I'm focused <laughs> I'm
1: laser I'm lasered in today man
0: <laughs> but all of that goes to say that this uh, guy named Thomas on social media says damn I just hit my head really hard I think I might have a Caucasian
1: Caucasian
0: yes let's go bub. Huh. he has a white guy instead of a uh, head injury.
1: Yes, uh, yeah, yeah, sounds good.
0: <laughs> uh, Speaking of uh, the wrong words, there's a, a nice shot of some uh, sticky buns, for lack of a better term. <laughs> and uh, they oh, Sticky buns it.
1: are funny because they're they're a delicious uh, dessert.
0: Well, and you could say. That this person put a caption of just made some synonym rolls. Well, uh, sticky buns are a synonym for cinnamon rolls. So (laughs) it all works. It all works.
1: Oh, buddy. Get in my belly! Come on!
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and then finally, you have this person who uh, doesn't understand how a map works. Picture of a map of the world. You've got California circled, North Korea circled. And it says, uh, how are the nukes supposed to reach California if North Korea is across the map from us? Pretty sure that uh, the globe is round unless you're a flat earther, but uh, you never know. People are just dumb. (laughs) Folks, we are headed into (laughs) our long break. When we come back, we've got our call-in topic of best song for Halloween. You won't want to miss it. We'll see you guys in about seven minutes. Gentlemen, I wash my hands of this. crazy world speaking of crazy still joined by my co-host tony sanfilippo we were talking during the break about how fast it flies by not only the show but the breaks as well how you holding up so far
1: oh holding up great was able to make a smoothie like i typically do um feel like everything's on fast forward which uh, in life you you don't want everything to go this way but ever since yesterday's show. I feel like everything's fast forward. Even work yesterday went by really quick. Yes. Yeah, again, it, not bitching about it. Very, very happy. But yeah, we're flowing again, buddy. Yeah. How are, are you holding up?
0: It's like the movie Click, where uh, things are, are just a little fast forward. Um, too bad uh, Ryan's not here to do his uh, Christopher Walken impression. Jay. Oh
1: yeah, he did so good. <laughs> Don't see me, more. Yeah, I can't do. It. I'd have to get. I'd have to practice. Have to work I'm on that I'm gonna have one to really. Bit sit down and like learn these characters you know yeah. I feel like I could do them with given time you know
0: well you've got your staple of characters but uh, there are definitely uh, more that you could uh, bring into that repertoire uh, if you yeah. work on it I know uh, but, when you but were Brian's
1: here was yeah. his, his god dang his was so good with that uh, Christopher Walken
0: <laughs> when you were out here uh, you started working on uh, Cleveland Brown which was mm-hmm. a fun one
1: yes still working on that one on... Hey, I'm here. So, so it's still in the working stages. It's not ready.
0: Fair enough. Well, in any case, it is the interactive portion of the show. This is where we prompt you guys to call in on our call in or our uh, chime in segment. You can't even, not even really fair to call it a call in segment. Uh, But the way we've been working it is we give you the topic the day before, which gives you all day to chime in on the Phoenix line, leave a message so we can play your calls the next day for. The call-in topic, or whatever we choose to call it, but uh, in any case, the topic today is best song for Halloween. Now, when you first think about it, you're like, well, you know, there's—it's not like Christmas where there's you know a song everywhere you turn. But if you really think about it, there are a lot of Halloween songs, either Halloween-specific or Halloween-adjacent, that uh, are fun and something that you could definitely play at a Halloween party. Now, I asked Tony to uh, give me his pick, which. Uh, <laughs> we will get to second because it's, you guys got to prepare yourselves for it. I haven't heard bef- heard it before, but uh, quite funny. Uh, my <laughs> pick, and I went with something a little more obscure just to give you guys the opportunity to chime in on uh, some of the more um, uh, obvious answers. Mine is a one-hit wonder from a guy named Warren Zevon, and the song is called Werewolves of London. Let's give it a little listen. He was looking for the place called Whole folks Gonna get a big dish if beef child Well, the one thing is, you no longer have baby Shark stuck in your head, and now you'll have that song uh, in there. If, right. In fact, Stacy. I,
1: well, I keep hearing the Kid Rock one. You know how he like, like he kind of revitalized that song. Yeah, probably like ten years ago now. But
0: well, it's very similar. It was
1: not <laughs>
0: I think it's uh, very similar to uh, "Sweet Home Alabama" as well. That bum bum yeah bum bum. <clears throat> who knows uh stacy chimed in she said uh, baby shark that's scary yeah, that that is a scary one in fact uh let's go ahead Yeah.
1: Baby shark, baby shark, baby shark, baby shark. <laughs> you bastard
0: <laughs> oh, i live to ruin your day tony hey
1: well no there's other people that do that believe me
0: but <laughs> fair you. enough fair enough well, Tony you Savage, son of a bitch. <laughs> Tony's pick was a parody of probably the most infamous Halloween song, the Bobby Boris Pickett Monster Mash. Um, apparently, it was something <laughs> funnier or Die did a couple of years ago. Just yeah, it was, hilarious.
1: It, it makes me laugh every time this year. I think about it, and it is so stupid. It just <laughs> it makes me laugh. I chuck. To this day, I still can't stop laughing. It makes me. It makes me smile.
0: Well, I have to warn you folks, it has been edited for content because even though we're not regulated by the FCC, we still try to keep this a PG-13 show. So uh, without further ado, it's not the Monster Mash, it's the Monster F. I was working in the lab late one night when my eyes beheld. An eerie sight. For my monster from his slab began to rise, and suddenly, to my surprise, his trousers dropped right to the floor. With his bottom bare, he ran to the door. I said, Frankenstein, what's gotten into you? He said, My dick is hard, and I need to screw. He did the f- He did the
1: monster, f- the monster f- It was a graveyard f- F- that monster sucked and f- he, did the f- he did the monster f- f- from my laboratory. <laughs> I
0: heard... Oh, Tony's I'm dying. Like, over it there. It puts me
1: in tears every time, man. It Makes me cry. <laughs> the <I've>... video is <laughs> great. It's, it's so old at this point, but every year, man, makes me.
0: <laughs> I would have done. I'm
1: always in tears if you. <laughs>
0: I would have done the entire song, but that was a lot of beeps to put in, so... (laughs) Yeah,
1: I'm proud of you just for doing that. Oh, my gosh.
0: (laughs) Well, anyway, folks, Uh, that's what we're looking for. We want you to chime in now. Uh, (laughs) Comment on the live video on Facebook.com over at Christian Phoenix Radio with your pick for the best Halloween song. When we come back, it's all about you guys. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. and we are back folks. This is the Christian Phoenix radio show. It is Thursday, October 22nd. We are smack dab in the middle of our chime in topic, call in topic, whatever you want to refer to, uh, refer to the it interactive as active portion of the show. There you go. I like it. We're talking best song for Halloween. There's a lot out there. I played uh, Warren Zevon's Werewolves of London, followed by uh, Tony's pick for uh, not Monster Mash, but Monster F, uh, which we had so much fun with. And, uh, in fact, Tony even posted in the comments uh, a link to the full unedited version for your enjoyment. So, uh, yeah, definitely enjoy because so
1: much. I laughed the entire break. I I don't know what it is about that dumb thing. It just makes me laugh. The video is even just you watch it.
0: <laughs> it's there for you. It's
1: there for your entertainment, kids.
0: Enjoy. Uh, we got a kick out of it. And, yeah. <clears throat> Hell, that's all that matters, right?
1: Yeah, that's what it is. The show's about hops and levity, you know. <laughs> well, be- on a, in a crazy world. There you go.
0: Well, being that this is the interactive portion, we do ask you guys to uh, call in on the Phoenix line for the next day's call in topic. And uh, that number, as always, 855 Phoenix Radio, 855 336 4973. Like Tim. Oh, good old Tim, always Mr. Reliable. He called in with his pick for the best Halloween song.
2: What's up, guys? This is Tim. Of course, you know you know, you know me. Um, first time calling since you guys have had your own little network, which is exciting. Um, so I'm calling in for the call-in topic for Thursday. What song signifies Halloween for me? Uh, first one that comes to mind is definitely Monster Mash. Natural. I don't even mention that on, on today's Wednesday show. Um, I remember hearing it at the uh, dance that we had at Sparks Middle School back when I was a little kid. I remember hearing that at the dance. Uh, I think we even played it at some Halloween parties as a kid. You know, this is a fun little jam. Um, another one that I liked when I was a kid was A Nightmare on My Street by... Uh, Fresh Prince and DJ Jazzy Jeff. That was oh, a fun yeah. one. Yeah. I haven't listened to that one in forever. probably sucks now. But Anyways, that's my two <laughs> cents.
0: And I uh, hope you guys have a good show. Talk to you later. Bye. <laughs> yeah, I think, awesome. I think the consensus is, obviously, Monster Mash is the big one. But uh, nice obscure pool with uh, uh, Nightmare on My Street.
1: Yeah. It's actually the only time Will Smith battled Freddy Krueger. Like, I watched the music video. It was like on... Uh, I think it was in our box set, that Elm Street box set. That's right. It was it a was, nightmare yeah. on my street. And then uh, they had a cheesy Freddy rap in there. It was.
0: <laughs> right. It's on
1: YouTube. You can check that out. But
0: <clears throat> you, you also <laughs> but got. Uh, it the... did
1: have that creepy Elm Street music to it over classic DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince beats.
0: <laughs> exactly. Uh, speaking of Nightmare on Elm Street, you also had. Uh, was it Docking with Dream Warriors? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was actually kind of a that badass was, song
1: Yeah, it was. I, that was. was uh, was. I loved that one. In fact, we loved it so much, we pissed off this kid, Brian, on uh, our bowling team. We named our bowling team the Dream Warriors because I loved that song. I was going through an 80s hair phase at the time, and that was a jam you that was know.
0: on repeat. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Tony, on your side, anybody else chime in with their pick for yeah, favorite yeah. Halloween song? Yeah, the
1: Yendras have uh, time, uh, chimed in. Lacey, Uh, Her Halloween song is Ghostbusters Of course, naturally great Yep And uh, this is Halloween from the Nightmare Before Christmas And that's also um, Bella's song This is Halloween Uh, Michael's is Trick or Treat from Huey, Dewey, and Louie Cartoon from 1952 Wow And of course Boo to You From the Parade at Walt Disney World Lots of great choices in there
0: I sense a theme Disney. Yes, <laughs> we went. This
1: is Halloween. This is Halloween. Halloween.
0: We went and took the uh, niece and nephew over the weekend to see Nightmare Before Christmas. Uh, you know, again, one dollar showing. You know, flashback cinema or whatever they call it, but uh, it holds up well on the big screen. And of course, you know, the music is one of the main parts that uh, are such a big draw for it. Uh, Danny Elfman is just a, a master behind uh, uh, the music for Tim Burton. So. Those are oh, all great picks. Uh, how about this one, Tony? Would you be rocking at your Halloween party? "Ding dong, the witch is dead" from The Wizard of Oz.
1: Um, probably not. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, it's just not—it's not a catchy song or anything, you know.
0: No, no. What <laughs> I is-
1: put, I put, I put the Freddy. Uh, DJ Jazzy Jeff Nightmare on my
0: street versus that one. <laughs> what is a catchy Halloween spooky song? A little more for the theater crowd. How about the Phantom of the Opera overture? Yo <laughs> <Ba-dum-> oh. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <that's> yeah. That's just creepy and synonymous. Yeah, for sure.
0: That's always it's, a good one. Uh,
1: you definitely... That gets a... Like,
0: uh, Stacy just chimed in with a good one that I just saw for the first time the other day. It is the Ghostbusters and Beastie Boys uh, sabotage um, mashup, mix up, whatever you want to call it. But uh, that's a fun one.
1: It is. You know what's funny is uh it, it definitely it ties in well with that. Did you watch that video?
0: I didn't watch the video. Um, I had it yeah, playing in the background, but uh, it's. Yeah, it's...
1: it surprisingly fits very well in it.
0: Mm hmm. Yeah, you know, anytime somebody can take uh, two iconic songs like that, mash them up, and of course for this time of year, it just works out well. Uh, speaking oh, of rock songs that work well for Halloween, how about ACDC's Hell's Bells?
1: Yeah, you could go with that. It doesn't really, but Hell's Bells doesn't really remind me of Halloween though. Mm-hmm. Um, anytime I hear ACDC, it, it pumps me up for like a sporting event or... Okay. You know, you're going for a workout or something. Right, it, it's, it's arena it's like rock. like ACDC. Yeah, it's not something I really tie to Halloween, but... Fair enough, fair enough. I would say more like Fuzz could go a rock band. You know, Avenged Sevenfold has a lot of stuff that could go for Halloween. They have a ton of things oh, that... Oh, totally. ...resemble
0: that. Uh, this one would be Jesse's pick, I Put a Spell on You, the Bette Midler version from Hocus Pocus. Yeah,
1: there you go. That one definitely gets a uh, gong as well there. I like it. Look, the gong's delayed. Boom.
0: Stupid, stupid gong. All right. Here's one that is definitely synonymous with Halloween. Uh, the music video, which was about 15 minutes long, scared me as a kid. And, again, you have to separate the artist from the art. We're talking Michael Jackson Thriller. Oh,
1: Thriller was great, man. Yeah. Thriller is definitely a halloween man and that whole making a video primo and that song still holds up well
0: oh totally um and again you know it's it's great regardless of what he did in his personal life which is incomprehensible (laughs) he he was still an artist (laughs) <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh this next one is a little more on the creepy side, a little less Halloweeny. Uh
1: spooky scary scary skeletons.
0: Rockwell's somebody's watching me.
1: Uh, um I don't put that with Halloween. I definitely I like that song. It was definitely a, a Michael Jackson song. hook. Yeah. That made it a good song. Um I always just got the feeling like there was just a I guess you maybe could put it in there. <laughs> I always feel yeah. like if somebody's just staring at you, it's a perfect song to have, you know?
0: <laughs> it's it's like uh, it should be the soundtrack for that show, You, that you were talking about.
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, Ke- definitely. Kendra chimed in uh, another great rock song that I, I think would count, uh, Rob Zombie's "Dracula."
1: Yes. <clears throat> Hundred percent. Rob Zombie's another one where you could put any of his stuff in for Halloween. Perfect. Yeah. Yep. Except sick Bubblegum. That's not really Halloween. But uh, yeah, not as best. But but Dracula. Sick Bubblegum! Spit it up. Chew it
0: up. <laughs> Here's another Good song from up. a movie that all Gong,
1: gongs. All gongs.
0: There you go. Uh, another movie that uh, Jesse wants to watch here in the Halloween season. Time warp from the Rocky Horror Picture Show.
1: Oh yeah, classic. You can definitely do that for Halloween. Very fitting for a Halloween party soundtrack.
0: Oh, totally. It's funny, I'm I'm going through this list and there are some very obscure Wolves by Selena Gomez and Marshmello. Yeah, I'm going to pass on that one.
1: Yeah, yeah, that one's going to get one of these.
0: Yeah, they're very scary. (laughs) I pooped my pants. Speaking of Wolves, how about Zombie by either the Cranberries or the remake by Bad Wolves.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, both good songs. uh, Well, versions of the song. Um, You know who else covered that? I don't. Miley Cyrus.
0: (laughs) 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 Name's going to haunt my nightmares. Um, Here's one that, uh, unfortunately, we just lost the guitarist for, but uh, ball, 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 ball. Running with the Devil by Van Halen.
1: Yeah, you could put that for for a Halloween one. Um, I never think of that. I always think of my mom when I hear that song because of a scary story she told me as a kid. So <laughs> um, so I always tie that with that. So, yeah, so I guess, yeah, it could fit. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I like it. And then, uh, oh, Stacy mentioned uh, another stalker song, Every Breath You Take. Uh, that one. Yeah, that one's oh, a little yeah. creepy. Uh, I'll be watching you. Somebody might want to have a conversation with Sting on that one. But uh, finally, as we head into the break, uh, a song that, again, gets stuck in my head, and I've heard more times recently, maybe it was in the Scream movie, Psycho Killer by The Talking Heads. Psycho Killer, qu'est-ce que yeah. say? Ba, 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 yeah, ba, one of my
1: favorites, but you're right, yeah, it does pop up often.
0: Huh? It does, yeah, especially this time of year. But, folks, that does it for good, the interactive portion stuff. of the show. Tomorrow's call in topic is greatest horror movie icon. We'll talk more about that after the break. Come on back. <laughs> Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Phoenix Media Radio. Now back to the show. And we are back. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Thursday, October 22nd. Now we mentioned it a couple times each show. It is the Phoenix Line, a 24-hour day, seven-day-a-week voicemail line, giving you guys the opportunity to chime in on anything whatsoever. It's a voicemail. You know how it works. You don't have to speak with a live person. You leave a message after the beep. For instance, you can call in for our call in topic for tomorrow, which is greatest horror movie icon ever. Uh, Obviously, there's plenty to choose from, and, you know, your favorite might be different from somebody else's favorite. So, uh, certainly call in on the Phoenix line. Let us know who that is or, uh, you know, what it means to you. course you can call in on anything whatsoever in fact if you want to chime in on the greatest halloween song that we didn't mention we'll play it out in a future show just maybe not tomorrow that number 855 phoenix radio 855 f-e-n-i-x r-d-o or 855-336-4973 for the alphanumerically impaired all we ask is that you keep it entertaining we will compile those together put them out in a future show now wanted to talk a little bit about uh well this time of year you know we uh get into the point where uh, you know Halloween, we've got sweet treats, candy. Um, hell, I ate most of the candy we bought for trick or treaters already, so gotta go you out and buy more. Bastard, I know. Uh, come Thanksgiving, you know, there's pies and and, and mashed potatoes and stuffing Ooh, cakes and, turkey. and
1: pies, cakes and pies,
0: <laughs> and then Someone all
1: the steak.
0: All the way into Christmas where you get, you know, more food treats and there's always something going on food-related. It's really hard to have a diet at this point yeah, in time yeah. each year. The joblies get jiggly
1: this time of the year. Yeah.
0: So Jiggly in the, joblies. In the past, we've talked about discontinued food items from our past that, uh, you know, we enjoyed or, or uh, you know, had nostalgic feelings over. Well, today wanted to talk about discontinued sweets since it is Halloween time. And uh, get Tony's thoughts on uh, if he enjoyed them, if he's glad they're gone. Sweet or, uh...
1: treats are made of deeds. <laughs>
0: All right, starting off, uh, Cream Savers. I didn't even realize Cream Savers were gone, but mm. those were the, the mints or the orange that had like a, a creaminess to them. Uh, I had the orange ones that remind me of Orange Julius. I didn't have any of the other ones, but... Uh, Tony, is that something that uh, you're gonna sadly miss, or just sort of indifferent?
1: Well, I'm gonna say indifferent only because I haven't had one probably since I was a kid. But uh, that whole orange creamsicle thing—it brings back good memories of my mom. Okay. Uh, I, I know I mentioned that a lot, but obviously it means a lot to me. Right. Um, we used to go to A and W and get like a orange freeze, and it was this orange creamsicle. Um, dessert we used to do that a lot um, and uh, yeah so I have a lot of tie to that and that candy would kind of not close it would be pretty close to uh, what that would taste like so good memories but indifferent only because it's not like something I kept stockpiled in the pantry or
0: something. right you didn't go out of your way to, to no. find them and fair enough that makes sense no. no. moving on to the next one uh, I don't taste the rainbow often uh, skittles are not my <laughs> go to um <laughs>
1: But Come on, Marshawn.
0: <laughs> but apparently, they have discontinued lime-flavored Skittles. Are there not green Skittles in a standard pack? And if there are, what flavor are they?
1: Uh, they changed it. They're not green. They're like uh, green apple. They're not lime. Are they really? Yeah. Yeah. Somebody was telling me that the other day.
0: Yeah. By the way, um, um, uh, as far as uh, artificial flavored uh, fruit, green apple is BS, and so is banana. Neither yeah. of them tastes like what they're supposed to.
1: No, and I'm going to say I'm not sad. I I'm, I'm not a big lime guy unless it's uh in a cerveza or you know something along those lines a margarita, but uh for my candy, eh. <laughs> not, not not sad. How about you?
0: Uh yeah, like I said, I am Skittles is not my go-to. I'll I'll have some if no. they're there, but you know, it doesn't break my heart that they discontinued them. No.
1: I know the Phoenix Bros love the sour Skittles. That they do. I did watch it. I did watch a sour challenge from those boys. Yeah. But,
0: They're getting ready yeah. to do their next one, so I'm excited for it.
1: Can't that. wait, man. And yeah. they nailed it challenge, by the way, just a shameless plug here. they nailed it challenge on that uh, Sandcastle Say Castle
0: Would you say they nailed it?
1: <laughs> Legit, man. Yeah. It wasn't <laughs> even like a offshoot like
0: yeah, that was close. Like, it was good. It was good. Moving on with uh, discontinued sweets, I know this was sort of a staple of our uh, high school days. Next to Banaka you also had the extra thin ice sheets. Those were that little packet where you would pull out a little sheet stick. It oh, on your yeah, and,
1: like the yeah.
0: And there are still there are still people who make a version of that, but not the original uh, extra thin brand ice sheets.
1: Yeah, well, I used to do the, the Listerine ones. I used to buy those. They were really weird. You just put them on your tongue, it dissolved. But man, it really gave you some fresh breath. Um, no, in this day and age with masks and stuff, do you really need it? I mean, you smell your own, uh, <laughs> you smell your own breath all day. So it's minty fresh, great. You get to smell that minty fresh. Um, it's almost yeah, it's more... always good to have fresh breath. I, I love hygiene. I love to have good hygiene. But uh, no. Nah, that's something I'm I'm just kind of indifferent with.
0: Yeah, it's almost more self-serving uh, at this point. Yeah. Uh, those no, did I a, just chew,
1: chew some gum, I exactly. guess,
0: real quick versus. Those did a great job of freshening your breath. You know what did a terrible job in the mint category? Tic Tacs. Yeah, uh, they didn't do nothing. Yeah. So uh, cinnamon Tic Tacs have been discontinued, which... No big loss. You know, they were, you had to eat half the pack anyway to, to get any enjoyment out of them. Yeah,
1: I was gonna say it's kind of like uh, they had a, like any time they did flavored Tic Tacs, like strawberry or something. You just ate them like candy. Yeah, they hmm. really did nothing.
0: They weren't mince. so,
1: as Juan Pablo would say, no big deal. Don't <laughs> miss it. No big deal.
0: <laughs> Here's what I'll miss. Uh, you know, sometimes when you're going to the movies and you don't feel like paying $34 for a small bag of candy, uh, you occasionally sneak <laughs> something in, so you go over to Target, pick something out. And I occasionally like to pick up the Reese's Peanut Butter Bites. Apparently, they're okay. discontinued. They don't make those anymore.
1: Oh, that's a bummer. Yeah. Um, I like those uh, bites. We used to do... Uh, That is actually a bummer, because they used to do also Almond Joy and a few other ones. Not bad. Um, You know, I'm not a big chocolate guy anymore, but uh, I know. know. (laughs) Every time I say it, people are like, what?
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: But yeah, you know, they were great to have. And what was nice is you could just have them in little doses, like little milk duds and stuff, but they're Reese's, so... Yeah, that one's a sad one. I'd say a sad day on that.
0: I'd agree. I'd agree. Uh, Now, you mentioned the Phoenix Bros, my boys. You know, whenever we go and pick out candy, they always want the, you know, the checkout line, bottom of the rack, like super sugary, jelly, goopy. Oh, yeah. Whatever the the kitschy candy is. Uh, Did you ever get into those as a kid, Tone? No. No. No,
1: my my go-to as a kid was usually... um, M Ms like peanut M Ms were like my really big go to or Reese's Pieces or Reese's um, and almond joys. Those were like my four. Mm-hmm. Sometimes Snickers. Yeah, I stuck to the big stuff. I mean, I was not into that. Give me like this. You know what was really big in, when we were teenagers was the Mexican candy like with the little duck on it.
0: That's right, I about it that. And yeah. it was like
1: a cinnamon weird. Oh.
0: Yeah. Well, apparently, yeah. Um, squeeze pops, which are basically a toothpaste tube full of flavored jelly really? from hubba bubba have been discontinued and probably for good reason
1: yeah that's just awful
0: yeah. you know yeah
1: yeah kids don't need that crap it's... no it's
0: awful and yeah. there's and
1: hubba bubba sucks anyway yeah. dude <laughs> like the actual bubble gum, hubba bubba is terrible
0: yeah there's so many other better choices for bubble gum uh for chewing gum that fruit stripe gum that one
1: Oh Oh God! It was the best as a kid, right? It, it was, was great like, for
0: five seconds, and then lost yeah, its flavor it, immediately.
1: Yeah, you got it, so you could use the little tattoo wrapper, and you could do a little tattoo. Yeah, I forgot about that. Oh, yeah. dude, fruit fruit stripes was awesome as a kid, but as you became an adult, you realized how crappy it it really was because it really that was. flavor. You know, another gum that's like that too is Bubblicious. Really, Bubblicious. You would chew it, and it had that burst of flavor, and you're like, oh, my God, this is the best. And then five seconds, it was over. <laughs>
0: yeah. And uh, it's no secret we've talked about it here. I have a phobia of chewed bubble gum, uh, legit phobia. It, it freaks me out. It'll make me gag. Um, so gum's not in my wheelhouse to begin with, but uh, ones that don't last that long, yeah, no thanks. Um, moving on with uh, Discontinued Sweets. This is a brand that passed themselves off as a granola bar, but they were really more of a candy bar. Do you remember Kudos? Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: I do. Yeah, we used to get them all the time. It was one of my mom's favorites. But, uh, yeah, you know, it's a, a granola bar. No, it's 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 candy. It's, it's flat-out candy. Out candy.
1: Yeah. Um, I'd say different. They weren't terrible. I mean, they were pretty good. Uh, but I won't miss them.
0: Yeah, I so enjoyed bad. them. But, uh, yeah. again, not as a meal replacement, uh, more as a no. sweet treat. So. No.
1: <laughs> and then finally, That's like saying, you said right now, you know, like the, like the sugary like Mountain Dew health soda. Mm. <laughs>
0: still, oh. still and then finally, uh, uh, it's hard to put the words out for this because I've read the reviews, but uh, Discontinued Sweets, the Haribo Sugar-Free Gummy Bears, Weren't discontinued for lack of sales, but more for what they did to the human body. I pooped my pants.
1: <laughs> oh no! What did they do? Because gummy bears—they okay. Were, well, you tell us what they did, now.
0: They you. were a major diuretic. So, uh, if you go on Amazon and look up the Haribo sugar-free gummy bear reviews. It's all you need. You're, you're going to get hours of enjoyment just reading those reviews of stories of people who ate a handful of sugar-free gummy bears and then uh, had to pray as they made their way to the bathroom.
1: Gummy bears poop in there and everywhere. I let it down my drawers. Gummy bears. Oh! <laughs> There's a take on an old uh, 90s show. Exactly. Yeah, Wolf. well, if it makes you poop your pants, then not sad.
0: There you go. Well, folks, we are headed into the final segment of the show. It is this day in history. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back in a few. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now, back to the show. Well, folks, we did it. We made it to the final segment of the show, but not before we take you through this day in history. However, if you missed a portion of the show or you want to go back and catch up on any of the previous shows, it's easy enough to do so. Head over to phoenixmedia.us. Click on the Shows tab, scroll on down to the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. From there, you can get video, you can get audio as well, or head over to wherever you get podcasts. That's Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor Breaker, TuneIn, iHeart, Dozer, Dozer, Geezer, Gozer. Are you a god?
1: No! Uh,
0: James and Miley doomed us all to the Stay, fuff, stay puffed Marshmallow Man. Well, folks, uh, while you're there... Be sure to subscribe. That way, you always have the latest episode. Leave a review. Let us know what you think, and tell your friends. Because why, Tony?
1: Gummy bears give you diarrhea, and sharing
0: is caring. And thank you for sharing that. All right, yeah, folks. You're <laughs> it is the final <laughs> segment of the show, and as we do each and every day. Going to drop a little knowledge. Hopefully, make you laugh at the same time. It is this day in history.
2: The of hope for the stories that turn the world on its head. This day in history your on the property.
1: christian phoenix
0: thank you siri <laughs> all right kicking off this day in history this day in 1721 Tsar peter the great becomes all russian imperator um and i've often wondered do these guys give themselves those names or are there other people saying you know what he's a great guy i like that peter let's call him peter the great
1: yeah i think back then they're just like you know you're pretty badass that's that's pretty badass.
0: You're pretty swell. He's yeah, Peter hey, the Swell.
1: Well, okay. I like it. Yeah. I think back then people just added weird titles to their name, just well, as my well, nephew would say, still because. Still I, because.
0: <laughs> I, I think it was more self-serving. Like, from yeah. now on, I shall be known as Christian the Grand Wizard. Oh, wait. That might be a bad connotation. I No. <laughs> Take that back. Strike it.
1: Yeah. Strike it. Forget about it.
0: Yeah, did. Yep. Oh, that's the other sound effect I need is a rewind button. All right, uh, moving on. This day in 1836, Sam Houston is inaugurated as the first elected president of the Republic of Texas. (sighs) You think they would have named a city after him or something? Right. maybe
1: It just just makes sense. Why would you not?
0: Right. Maybe move a mediocre football team there. You know, whatever it is. (laughs) (laughs) Moving on this day in 1879, Thomas Edison perfects carbonized cotton filament light bulb. And, of course, we have him to thank for many of what we enjoy uh, being able to see at night. Of course, you know, there was that big race between him and Nikola Tesla. And uh, I think Thomas Edison had the government on his side because we're not uh, running everything off of Tesla coils right now. So
1: Yeah, and every time you say Tesla and Edison, I think of the 80s band Tesla singing Edison's Medicine. <laughs> Edison's Medicine.
0: I think we mentioned it. I think we mentioned it earlier in the show. Tony went through a little bit of a hairband phase, so uh, Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. I, I still dig it, man. Alright, this day in nineteen oh six, Henry Ford becomes president of Ford Motor Company. What was he before that?
1: I don't know, but hey, Henry Ford, you're a dick for not including an alternator in the damn warranty. <laughs> this, sir, I, I'm flipping you off mentally. I'm about, after the show, I have to go drop about a little under a grand to go pay for that.
0: Tony, Thanks, you, Henry Ford. How do you really feel?
1: Uh, where's the sensor button? I'll tell you how I feel. He's up.
0: followed and by that's a mega man got to
1: say about that
0: <laughs> <laughs> moving on this day in 1907 ringling brothers greatest show on earth by barnum and bailey circus um they would have been something to see back in the turn of the century but uh yeah a lot of animal abuse and, and probably a good thing that they don't exist in the same way today as they did back then
1: yeah absolutely and then that when you said Bartleman and Bailey, it made me think of that line in *Son in Law*: "Bartles and James, which one are you, man?" <laughs> I don't
0: know. That was a bad poly short impersonation, buddy. <laughs> we get most of our experience and knowledge from movies, so uh, just yes. take it as you will.
1: Excellent. Excellent. Yeah.
0: All right. This day in 1926, J. Gordon Whitehead sucker punches magician Harry Houdini in the stomach in Montreal. It would have been funny if he sucker
1: punched blackhead, you know, it'd be a battle of the pimples, whitehead,
0: blackhead. I gotcha. I gotcha. I gotcha. Hold on. Hold on. We got something for that. That's right. There we go. (laughs) You son of a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) All right. This day in 1928, Herbert Hoover speaks of American system of rugged individualism. Which uh, we are not seeing today. Today it's you belong to Team A or you belong to Team B, and there is no difference. Yeah. It's sad. Very, very sad.
1: Herbert Hubert, he was friends with Hubie Halloween.
0: <laughs> uh, Halloween
1: is among us.
0: <laughs> this day in 1934 not to be confused with the professional boxer but in East Liverpool Ohio notorious bank robber Charles pretty boy Floyd is shot and killed by FBI agents not Floyd made if no he boy. was
1: if he was uh, if he was money big money Floyd may whether he would have been fine
0: exactly. Undefeated. yeah
1: wouldn't have lost
0: well and, you know, wouldn't I'll... need
1: to rob a bank he just kick some ass.
0: Well, if you really think about it, you know, Pretty Boy Floyd was a gangster, organized crime, boxing, I I would be willing to bet that uh, he's, there's been a few matches that have been fixed uh, in his favor.
1: Just saying. True. Don't quote me. Well, Pretty Boy Floyd is sleeping with the fishes, see?
0: Meh. Meh. All right. This day, 1936, is the first commercial flight from the mainland U.S. to Hawaii. So, uh, before that, apparently they rode uh, giant, oversized uh, um, seahorses like uh, Aquaman. So that was the only yeah. way to get there. <laughs> All right. This day in 1962, furthering the Cuban Missile Crisis, U.S. Uh, US President John F. Kennedy addresses the t- uh, addresses TV about Russian missile bases in Cuba and imposes a naval blockade on Cuba, beginning the C- Cuban Missile Crisis. Boy, I'm tripping over my words here, but uh, yeah, scary time. And obviously, it's not
1: even Wednesday.
0: Yeah, uh, well before our time, but would have been a scary point in time to live through. So absolutely. Alright, this day 1967, Joe DiMaggio is hired as executive VP of the A's by Charlie Finley. Um, I didn't realize he was a VP of the uh, Athletics. Yeah, I didn't either. Alright. Who would have known? This day in 1969, <laughs> sad when you have to do this, Paul McCartney denies rumors of his death. And of course, there's the conspiracy theories that he was replaced by a lookalike, an imposter. I still think it's the same guy
1: same paul paul mccartney still alive it's just (laughs) him and your least favorite favorite uh beetle left right
0: it is ringo yeah
1: yeah, it's just him and ringo i'm a drummer
0: normally i like the drummers but uh yeah he didn't do much for me not ringo this day in 1988, we talked about him getting his Hollywood star or his uh, star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Well, Elton John on this day sells out Madison Square Garden for a record 26th time. Ooh, that guy's making money hand over fist.
1: Yeah, he is. Yeah, he's always going to have a yellow brick road for life.
0: <laughs> that's true. Uh, Tony, here's something that's uh, I'm sure near, to, near and dear to your teenage heart. This day in 1997, Larry Flint sells Hustler in a non-zoned area of Cincinnati. Radro
1: Ruggy. Woo! Then I saw my first hustler in fourth grade, found it in a park in Sparks. <laughs> Did not <laughs> As understand you do, right? the magical scenes I was seeing. I understood none of it. It freaked me out a little bit, not gonna lie.
0: Oh, I'm sure. No context. Yeah, and
1: yeah you're just like <laughs>
0: Yeah. <laughs> and then finally, this day in 2013, for The Dark World, directed by Alan Taylor, starring Chris Hemsworth and Natalie Portman, premieres in London. Of course, they're working on the fourth movie right now, where mm-hmm. Natalie Portman is taking over as the God of Thunder.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, I like that. The sequel was better than the first, but man, Ragnarok kicked both uh, one and two. Oh, ass. totally. Ragnarok was the best.
0: That was the best of the three. And of course, Taika Waititi is directing this next one. So... It'll be very much Dude, along the way. He's actually
1: got to be one of my favorite directors. There's not too much that guy can do that's bad. What was his little movie he did with the Adolf Hitler one?
0: Jojo Rabbit.
1: Uh, Jojo Rabbit. That was a fantastic little
0: movie. <laughs> well, I fa- enjoyed
1: the hell out of it.
0: I, I haven't seen it yet. But, uh, folks, before we head out of here for the day, I'm going to run down a few holidays. For instance, today is Clean Up the holidays. Earth Day. Today is Eat a Pretzel Day. Sounds pretty Yummy. good. Yummy. International Caps Lock Day, where you are yelling at everybody uh, in text format. International.
1: S- oh, voices.
0: <laughs> International Stuttering Awareness Day. Apparently, I need to you, be aware look, of that today. Look, look. It's wonderful. Na- it's National Nut Day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> National Peps. Color Day. Smart yeah. Smartest Cool Day. Don't know why this has to be one. National Knee Day. Okay.
1: Yeah, my knee feels great. There. It
0: is Wear Purple for Domestic Violence Awareness Day. Mm-hmm. I think uh, every day should be an awareness day for that. And it is National Wombat Day. A animal that poops bricks. Literally. It's <laughs> a little cute.
1: wombat!
0: Let's see. <laughs> well, folks, that does it for another... Get a
1: pretzel today, kids!
0: <laughs> well, we come back tomorrow. It is a Friday show, which means good news, everyone. So, folks, enjoy the rest of your Thursday. We will see you bright and early tomorrow.
1: Bye-bye! i